Hello everyone, welcome or welcome back to Cover to Cover, a book podcast by me, your host, Marie Sabrina. In today's episode, I will be discussing books that have love as the main theme. This will not only be romantic love, but also self-love, the love you have for your friends and family. So let's get started. I thought I would talk about books based on the main tropes that you find in romance novels. The first one is Friends to Lovers. For this book, I would say People We Meet on Vacation by Emily Henry is a great fit. Now, I haven't read this book yet. It's on my list to read because it talks about vacation. It'd be great to read in the summer, but I mean also in the winter time, it could be a sort of escape to a vacation, which would also be very nice. So Emily Henry wrote Beach Read and I really enjoyed that one. So I think People We Meet on Vacation is going to be good as well. So this book is about Poppy and Alex, who are two best friends, and every summer for a decade, they've been going on vacation together. However, two years ago, something happened between them and they no longer speak to each other. Now, in the current timeline, Poppy is going through a rut and decides to ask her best friend to go on one more vacation. And to her surprise, he agrees. And then I assume things happen. I think friends to lovers romance is definitely a trope that I I tend to enjoy because it's nice to see friends sometimes becoming more. Obviously, you hope it works out because if it doesn't, then you kind of lose a friend. If you're looking for a friends lovers romance, this might be a good one to pick up. Now, the next trope, enemies to lovers, seems to be a popular one for many people. For me, it's not my favorite trope in romance, but I can understand that there's a lot of tension that builds that can bring a lot of satisfaction when the two characters kind of come together and they realize they actually like each other instead of disliking each other or hating each other. So this one's also one I haven't read yet, but the synopsis sounds really good. So this uh, book is called So We Meet Again by Suzanne Park. So it's about the main character named Jessie. She gets laid off from her job and she returns home to Tennessee to live with her parents. And then she runs into her childhood nemesis, Daniel Choi, at the local Asian supermarket. He's smart, charming, you know, he's a lawyer and he seems to have it all while Jessie seems like a failure. But Jessie ends up accepting help from Daniel to relaunch her abandoned Korean cooking YouTube channel. But then one day he shows up with a life-changing business opportunity and the rivalry is back on. So I know about you, I think that sounds really good. I love that there's this Asian representation. I think it's interesting that there's like a YouTube channel involved. I wonder what his opportunity is. So I'm enticed. Now this one is one of my favorite tropes, and that is a second chance at love. I would say Persuasion by Jane Austen would be one to look out for. It is the last novel that Jane Austen completed, and this one isn't as known as I think the other Austens are, but this one really entices me. And again, this one I haven't read. This is a lot of books I haven't read, but I want to. It's obviously on my list for a reason. So this is about Anne Elliot, and she's 27 years old and still single, but this wasn't always the case. So eight years prior, she was happily engaged to a naval officer, Frederick Wentworth, but then she gets easily persuaded to end the engagement by her friend who deems the match unworthy. So hence the title, Persuasion. So Anne is left heartbroken and filled with regret that has proven to be long-lasting. So now Captain Wentworth returns and is rich and successful. So what does this mean for Wentworth and Anne? Will they end up together again? 
just like reading the synopsis gets me so excited i don't know why i just love a second chance like will they get back together This next book combines fake dating and the second chance love tropes. I'm So Not Over You by Kozoko Jackson. And this is a romantic comedy that is hasn't come out yet actually. It comes out February 22nd, 2022. So this book is about Kean Andrews, who's an aspiring journalist, and he's one day contacted by his ex-boyfriend Hudson Rivers. And he you know he thinks like, oh like why is he contacting me? Maybe he wants to apologize, you know, maybe confess like he still has feelings. In reality, Hudson needs Kean to pretend to be his boyfriend while his parents are in town. So this is where the fake dating comes in and their exes so you know second chance love anyways <laughs> so keen agrees and then later becomes hudson's plus one to george's wedding of the season so as their fake relationship goes on they are questioning if there's still something real between them obviously things ensue anyways so that's um for this combination of fake dating and second chance love now this is a famous trope Forbidden Love, and we all know one of the most famous Forbidden Love would be Romeo and Juliet. So why not go for a book that has, you know, kind of a Romeo and Juliet retelling? So for this one, I would say A Fall Love Story by Lo and Lee. This I have read. <laughs> this is about Bao and Lin, who are two Vietnamese American teenagers. Both their parents own restaurants and are in fact competitors. And they've been told their whole life that they are enemies and they cannot hang out together. But then one day they are to work on a school project together. And they start spending time with each other, starting to get to know each other. Both kind of struggling to find who they are, like what their next steps after high school. They both help each other out with that. So this is a really nice young adult romance. So if you're looking for like a forbidden love element to a book, this one definitely has it. Another one of my favorite tropes is the infamous love triangle. This is also a very popular trope in romance. I know it's not for everybody, but I definitely love a good love triangle. <laughs> for this one, I'd like to mention One True Loves by Taylor Jenkins Reid. This one is not as known as her other novels, but this one seems very intense. Uh, so Emma marries her high school sweetheart, Jessie, and they embark on adventures and travel together, leaving behind the conventional expectations of their hometown. On their first wedding anniversary, Jessie goes missing in a helicopter accident. So Emma quits her job and moves back home to try to put her life back together. A few years later, Emma runs into an old friend, Sam, and finds love again. When they get engaged, it feels like a second chance at happiness. That is until Jesse is found. He is indeed alive and has been looking for her all these years. Now with a husband and a fiance, Emma needs to figure out what she wants while also trying to protect the ones she loves. Ultimately, Emma knows she needs to follow her heart. She's just not sure what it is saying. This is being adopted into a movie. I don't know when it's coming out, all I know it's being adopted, and I'm excited to see it. But first, I gotta read the book. <laughs> and if you love love triangles, maybe it's for you as well. And as I mentioned at the beginning of the podcast, there is different kinds of love. Not only love for a romantic partner, but also love for yourself, for your friends and your family, all those relationships bring color to your life. 
So a book that highlights that very well is Loveless by Alice Oseman. The protagonist is named Georgia and she dreams of being in love. However, she's never had a crush nor has she ever been physically intimate with anybody. And when she heads off to university, she starts to discover more about who she is and the fact that love can be found outside of sex and romance. So this is about an asexual character, which is very important to see, especially in young adult novels. I've never read a book with an asexual character and this was very insightful and I like, really enjoy seeing Georgia go through a journey of like self-discovery, uh, her identity, as well as finding love through her friends and the people she meets in university. also in that same vein but has a little bit more of a romantic element to it but also about self-discovery is Felix Ever After by Kaysen Calendar. I read this book during the summer. I really enjoyed it. I think it's a really important read and this book is about Felix Love who really wants to be in love but he is scared that he is not deserving. Even though he is proud of his identity, he also fears that he's one marginalization too many. Black, queer, and transgender. When an anonymous troll starts sending him hateful messages and exposes old photos and his dead name to his art school classmates, Felix sets out for revenge. This leads to a quasi-love triangle which brought on questioning and self-discovery that ultimately allows him to redefine his most important relationship, the one with yourself. And the last book about friendship and platonic love, there's Snowflower and the Secret Fan by Lisa C. This book is set in 19th century China and follows the lives of two best friends through their messages to each other. They are written in Nushu, a language only women can read and write. They painted letters on fans, embroidered messages on handkerchiefs, and composed stories to share their hopes, dreams, and accomplishments to each other. And in fact, this is a real language only women used in certain parts of China. So that's really interesting. I've never heard about that before. And as I've said, I really do want to read more books set in Asia and have historical elements because I really enjoy historical fiction. If you enjoy historical fiction as well and are also looking for a book that has sort of strong friendships, and I think this might be the book for you. That's a wrap for this episode. I hope you all enjoyed it and if you love to read about love, I hope that I helped you find a new book to read. Wishing you all a great day. Bye!